right, everyone, welcome to the third episode of Gamer Like Dad podcast. Welcome, everybody. And our first live stream. This is our first live stream. Welcome, everybody watching. Those who will be watching, awesome to have people here checking us out. Yep. I'm Chris Larson, otherwise known as Gamer Like Dad. And to my right is actually my dad. I'm Mark Larson on uh, YouTube. I am Elder Geek Gamer. I'm Bentley Larson, the lowest of the three gamers. <laughs> yeah, not the least important. Lowest. How, how is that lowest? I, I mean, you're taller than I am, actually. That's true. Yeah. That's always awesome. Yep, yep. Well, it's awesome to be here, everybody. Um, we have some fun things. That, well, I mean, first off, we just had Thanksgiving. We did. We had Thanksgiving and lots and lots of absolutely awesome food. Yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? We didn't actually spend it together this time. Yeah. We had some family, and we, we did separate Thanksgivings. I think you can rate it by the uh, amount of different types of pie you had. Now, I had chocolate um, cream pie. Ooh. I had uh, homemade apple pie. Mm-hmm. And I had, of course, my wife's pumpkin pie. So that's three. So outdo that one. Nice. How many did you have? Um, I had, we had a coconut cream pie. What else do we have, Bentley? Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. We had pecan pie. We had a chocolate silk pie. Oh, that's four. You beat me by one. And was there another one? I'm missing one. I think that was it. That was it. Four pies. But they were duplicates of all. We basically figured it out to the people um, who were um, at our house, our family that were at our house. Um, we could have half a pie each. <laughs> God. Yeah. We didn't have enough room in our fridge to fit the other food. We had to eat the pies to make room to put the food back in. Nobody the gained any weight either. Did no, they? no, nobody gained any weight. Anime Boy says, How are you guys? We're doing great. How yeah, are you guys? absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Awesome. And yeah, we really appreciate it. And we also have to take note that this is for our U.S. viewers who are probably doing Turkey Day with us. But we yep. also know we have non-U.S. viewers, and to Absolutely. all of you, welcome, and thanks for joining us today. And whatever you're celebrating, we hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. What do you do, actually? Like, is there, a, you know, another holiday other than Thanksgiving at this time that you're doing? I don't know. Let us know what the traditions are. I always like to hear other traditions, right? As long as it's not about fried st- snake or something like that. <laughs> fried snake. It's snake that, day. That sounds delicious. All right. Well, yeah, well, it's Black Friday today, actually, for those in the U.S., right? It Every, is. Everybody out there That's doing right. their shopping? You guys get your shopping done? Nope. No? No shopping. Yeah. Still have to do things. Do you guys feel as, as, as pressed or, or the need to go out to the stores and go shopping on Black Friday? No. You know, I saw a um, broadcast from a news station. I think it was in St. Louis last night. And where they've gone to Best Buy in previous years, and there was just... Rings around the whole store of people waiting in line. There was not oh, a remember. single person at that Best Buy location. Really? Yeah. And all the other stores that also had, um, you know, people waiting typically. Yeah. Had nobody. Yeah. Which says a lot about online shopping. Well, back in the day, you used to be there for the doorbusters, right? Yeah. There used to be like big ticket items that you'd want to get in the store first. Yeah. And, and you had times, uh, you know, allotted when the store would open. Now stores are just open all the time. Right. Yeah. Anime so. Boy asked us what we're doing for Christmas, Ooh, which we it, did just set up for Christmas at our did. house. We did. We started, you know, breaking out the decorations. Yeah. Now yeah. that Thanksgiving is officially over. So yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. We, we set up the tree. I'm sure we'll do lights and everything outside. Yeah. I have to go out of town once again. And those who, you know, know us from our channel, I, they know I've been traveling a lot. So I've, that's the 
the battle for me is balancing the traveling and the and everything else. Yeah, in fact, my wife right now is over at my um, 99-year-old mother-in-law's, which is about 15 minutes from here, mm-hmm. helping her put up her Christmas stuff. Nice. And then we'll definitely spend it with her. We have uh, time we'll spend with you guys, and we have time we'll spend with her daughter and her fiancé. Well, we did put on our first round of Christmas music today. I always, oh, yeah. I do not allow Christmas music to be played before Thanksgiving, and especially, I mean, I heard... I heard people playing Christmas music before Halloween, which is a travesty. But um, the first song that came on today, just for you guys to know, was I'm not a hater, but it was the Mariah Carey song. And I, and I had to immediately skip it because I'm like, that can't be my first taste of the Christmas holiday. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, Mariah Carey. Um, just We've been listening to Stretchy Pants by. Um, stretchy Pants. Yeah, you haven't heard. Stretchy this Pants. is a holiday song. Oh, it's a. Thanksgiving song. It's all about putting on your most comfortable stretchy pants and just loading yourself up with uh, food. And it's, um, <laughs> it's, yeah. Stretchy waistbands are a go-to for, for the holidays, right? Bentley? Mm-hmm. Do you have for a go-to sure. pant for the holiday? Uh, I don't know. I had to switch it up. You yeah. Know, yeah. But yeah. A jogger maybe with a stretchy oh, yeah. waistband. Joggers, there you go. Sure. Something that's stylish, but yet is comfortable enough mm-hmm. and flexible enough. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes good. it gets so hot from all that eating and cooking. You got to put on some <laughs> Stretchy shorts, you know. Absolutely. Well, if you guys, it's, if this is Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Oh, well. Believe it or not. You know, I think people know who Carrie Underwood is. Yeah, so check it out. It's really hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, let's get to our topics today. What do you think? Okay. I think, you guys. the way. Yeah, for, for those uh, joining us, we've got three topics today. Um, the first one we actually think we were going to talk about are the Game Award nominees. And for maybe those who aren't <clears throat> as tuned into the gaming um, realm, right, and all the things going on. Uh, the Game Award nominees uh, were announced for a lot of the games this year that came out, um, different topics, right, mm-hmm. that they can award, uh, win awards in. Um, and we're going to you know, talk about a few of those topics in the games, but we're also going to just put our games that we liked this year or just had time to play this year, and we're going to put them in those slots. So we're going to make our own Game Award nominees, I guess, in a way. That'll be the first section. And then the second section, we're going to talk about some um, memories and moments, uh, Thanksgiving uh, themed um, moments that we're, you know, thankful for in gaming that, you know, we've had in the past, you know, with family, friends, uh, whatever, you know. Yeah. And Anime Boy, if there's some point you want to chime in with one of your favorite memories, we'd be happy to share it. Yeah. 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 Anime Boy says uh, people put on Christmas trees in November. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You know, and how long do they leave them up? Oh, I know. Lights will stay up through like till the summer. I've <laughs> I've seen houses with Christmas lights till the next year, yeah. you know, up to like late spring. Um, so yeah, so we'll talk about some of those memories, some of our gaming memories, and then the third one we're gonna actually talk about. Just again, we'll transition to games we're playing, um, games we enjoy playing this year, and uh, you know, maybe spread that to you guys. If you guys haven't tried some of these games out, maybe you can go take a look uh, at those games. Um, I've I've played several on on the go, which is absolutely awesome. Had a setup to be able to play while I've been traveling. So, and Bentley's got a few that he's got a list and dad, you've got a list. So yeah, we'll share those. And then we're going to do a little, a uh, little fun thing at the end to kick it, to uh, finish it off. So cool. Awesome. All right. So game award nominees, um, dad, do you have that list uh, readily available or, or the full list? Yeah, we have the, the full list. I can, br- I can bring it up right here. Um, guys in the game award nominees, I think a couple that we picked out, the first game was multiplayer. Um, best topic. Yeah, that's that's just the topic. topic. Yeah, for the game awards and and the the games that they listed were Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two, Multiverses, uh, Overwatch Two, 
Splatoon 3, and then TMNT Shredder's Revenge, which I found that interesting. Out of all these games that are shooters and fighters. Yeah. Well, although I guess TMNT, would you classify that as a fighter? No, it's an FPK. FPK. First person kicker. First person kicker. I like yeah. Is that a real thing? Yeah, or an F, F, let's see. Yeah. FPB, first person beater. Oh yeah, or brawler. Brawler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, those are the, those are the games. So guys, have you played have you played any of those games? I played uh, Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge. Did you how far did you just play just about enough an hour to or get so? my my um turtle toes wet. Turtle toes. And um since cuz I do, do turtles like turtles. Have toes? Um yeah, well, they've got webbed feet and they're like split toe, things right? on them so they call them toes, <laughs> but yes. There we go. Turtle anyway. lore. For you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one out of that bunch that I've, I've tried, actually. And it was a lot of fun. If you're into turtles, it's, it's just goes yeah. without saying, play it. Well, and we have a turtles cabinet playing in the background, actually. Yeah. But the OG uh, TMNT. And I remember playing, uh, man, I remember playing those games when I was younger. Loved them. I played a little bit of Shredder's Revenge. And you know what it made me realize? It made me realize that I am terrible at those games. <laughs> I... <laughs> I would get pummeled by these guys. Like, I don't know if the um, AOE damage, you know, just I, <clears throat> I would either get too close to them. They would hit me first and then I'd get staggered and fall back and then I'd get back up and I'd get hit again. And mm. it was so frustrating that I just turned it off. Yeah. And, and it might be only because I <clears throat> wasn't playing it with other people. Yeah. I don't know. How many of you guys played um, Shredder's Revenge and then, you know, that was it. Fell off of it. Did you play it by yourself? Did you play it with people? Bentley, did you play it? I didn't. I watched you play it, but that was about it. So I saw a little bit yeah. of what it was like, I think. It was playing. It was fun playing uh, like April O'Neil. That was fun. And you can play as uh, Shredder, right? And yeah. There's so many different options in that game. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I've got the coughs today. Um, yeah, I played uh, <clears throat> Splatoon 3 on that list. Yeah, so what do you think about Splatoon 3? I thought it was great. Deserving of being in um, this list for multiplayer yeah. game of the year? I mean, yeah, I definitely <laughs> played the multiplayer aspect aspect like quite a bit. Yeah. Because it has like, you know, a separate storyline mm-hmm. um, to kind of introduce you into the game. Yeah. Like introduce you into the basics of the mechanics and also all the weapons that you can get and so on. Right. Um, but then, yeah, the multiplayer is definitely really fun. They have def- a bunch of different game modes and... It's unique in that it's not like a lot of other like shooters and stuff because it's dealing with like paint and you have a bunch of strategies yeah. involving that. So, yeah, here you don't even have to really shoot people if you don't want to if you're playing that oh, game. No. Yeah. Like you can be one of the like holders of an area, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there's like a, yeah, what, what is that called? I guess like, you're just playing zones in a yeah. way where you're trying to and maintain then zone. Also, another version is like just covering the whole map. Well, that's the main one. Like mm-hmm. you're trying to cover the whole map with, uh, your color of ink yeah and then um you could be the person to like uh knock out all the opposite team members mm. but you could also just be on paint duty gotcha is there I've a game never played of... one never played one you never played a splatoon Mm-mm. i played a little bit of two uh, but i haven't jumped in on three is there a game mode that's um specifically you enjoyed more that's like one of the newer mm. ones this time or i don't know not to put you on the spot on that one not necessarily yeah i i like experimenting and i haven't played like all of them in this one yet yeah um you did but, a lot of salmon run back in the day on this on, mm-hmm. on two didn't you yeah mm-hmm. one thing i i thought was cool in this one was that they have a bunch of new power-ups mm-hmm. so like yeah which are pretty cool like they kind of have like this one that's like a mech tank almost mm-hmm. oh sweet that you drop yeah you drop in that's and cool like, that's cool 
spray down the whole field is pretty cool. Yeah, I heard there were a lot of new uh, mechanics, the abilities to yeah. go nuclear with the paint, gun. paint the field. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah, as for me, I actually I played a little multiverses, and I was never a huge Smash player. I know a lot of people out there just love Smash, and you know, I mean, how many characters are in Smash Ultimate right now? Um, I enjoyed multiverses actually. Um, you know, just playing all the just the wacky characters together was really fun. I only played like, you know, like an hour. Well, they have Warner Brothers characters in it. Don't oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're adding new ones all the time. And um, so that's a, that's a spectacular. And you can play it free on Game Pass um, mm. and other systems, obviously. Um, it's free to play. So if you guys haven't checked out Multiverses and you like Smash Bros and you haven't heard of it, um, that's a great one. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys think I wonder which one would win out of these categories? Uh, out of the multiplayer again you know in the past i would be a call of duty person but mm-hmm. um you know i think we go through stages in our gaming lives mm-hmm. there are types of games we used to play that we don't find interesting anymore and then we move on to other things because call of duty would have definitely been at the top yeah and i haven't touched it yeah and i haven't touched the last several call of duties yeah so would you guys put any other games in the multiplayer list if if mm. if you were uh if you can think of any games you've played this year well you know multiplayer. elden ring is on one of my top games and it is multiplayer. You don't think of it as multiplayer, but it is. I don't. How many so, people can play together? Uh, two. Okay. I think. Have you tried it? Is it? No. Um, Maybe this we should supposedly, do that. <laughs> yeah, we should. This was supposedly easier than the previous uh, Souls-like games, which mm-hmm. were difficult to mm-hmm. drop into, and they've made some improvements to it. So I'd like to give it a, sh- a shot. Yeah. Because that game is hard no matter what you do. So it'd be fun to play with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Um, I think I remember hearing somebody mentioning, um, you know, Elden Ring being a, a multiplayer game, but it's, yeah, it's not on the list. Um, yeah, let's move on to the next one. Best ongoing game. And the list that they have are Apex Legends, uh, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Now, hmm. we can speak about Destiny. We can speak about Destiny. Even Bentley can speak about Destiny a little bit. He's played. Yeah. Yep. Um, I love Destiny. I mean, I, I love to hate it, too. Right. It's a love-hate it's, relationship. It's still part of my DNA. However, yeah. that DNA is stored in the fridge in a little bottle in the back corner. <laughs> yeah. Because I just, I just got so burnt out on it. I yeah. mean, they can come up with the great content, but um, yeah. for me, it's... And as I get older, there's so, much, so many Twitch aspects of mm-hmm. it and jumping aspects mm-hmm. of it. It just becomes frustrating for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, it's interesting because like they um, even even Bungie would tell everybody, you know, when they get frustrated, when the content would go dry. Of course, a lot of these people that are playing, you know, people like us, even in my prime, I was just eating it up and would run through stuff in a week, you know, and then you wouldn't have anything to do and you're just repeating content. But, you know, they would even tell you, well, go play another game. Go take a break. You know, like you don't always have to be playing Destiny 24 seven. Right. Right. True. Um, but, I mean, you what did you think about Destiny when you when you jumped in? Bell? You were kind of was, a newer addition. Yeah. Um. I'm still not like very versed in it, but yeah. I've played enough to know a yeah. little bit. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I never really got the chance to like get into a full grind, but. And do like a raid and stuff, which yeah. would be really cool to but do actually. We it's, did a lot of that back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a seven, I mean, it's seven years, right? It has been seven years now. Yeah. I was actually the person who led the charge on this. I actually played the alpha on PlayStation mm-hmm. and then uh, brought everybody over to Xbox when it was available there. And yeah. We put in a, I put in tons and tons and tons of hours on Destiny, but I just don't play it today. And part of that for me is as I get older, it's difficult for me to play as well. And I don't like to hold the group that I'm with back. Mm -hmm. So some of it's just like, I'm not going to play if I can't play well. And I don't want to be a drag on a group. 
Yeah, but you're never you're never a drag. This guy right here is never a drag. We have a blast, and we had a great group of guys that we oh, would we play. Did. And we would we would not play this online, guys. We would play this LAN party. Yep. We would do old school game nights, even up to just uh, before um, the pandemic hit. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit. But yeah, uh, we were doing game nights every quarter of the year. We actually tried Fortnite at one point in time. Bentley, have you played any Fortnite? Yeah, a little <clears> bit. <throat> you know, at friends' houses. Got yeah. to experience it. It's Did, fun. Yeah. See, my excuse was I never played it because I hated the building. But now that there's no build mode and everybody loves it, I guess I should drop in. Did you ever play old no build mode on Fortnite? I, no, I haven't played it recently. Yeah. I hear it's doing great. Yeah. So, And I'm sure you guys out there, let us know what you think about the Fortnite no build mode. Do you prefer the building or not? Um, that definitely made it, you know, set it apart from other shooters. Mm -hmm. um, what else do we have? Genshin Impact. You guys ever play that? That was a lot of, you know, that was more mobile. Nope. Genshin Impact. You can play it on other systems and everything. But I have no clue. That's a cash cow right there, I'll tell you. People spend <laughs> a lot of money on that game. Um, okay, awesome. Uh, I don't know if I'd add anything else to ongoing game. I think that's, I mean, my Destiny would be kind of my pick. I think they've really... They're just so good at adding content. Although, I mean, Fortnite, these guys add so much content to that as well, right? And Apex, people love Apex. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not one to sit here and choose which game's going to win. But uh, yeah. just because just I played Destiny the longest, I would shoot for Destiny. Yeah. But uh, next uh, category is Best Art Direction. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just play. Should I just even play some of this a little bit? Um, I mean, the first one they have is Elden Ring. And if we can, and I can just go ahead and just... Hey, we had somebody join us. Hey. Canudo, happy Thanksgiving, man. So, uh, yeah, let's play. We'll, we're going to play just a little bit of um, Elden Ring B-roll here. And, yeah, this is uh, a pretty game, right? If you've ever played any of the Souls games, I remember I started with a PS3 and Demon Souls, which, of course, yeah. has been remastered and uh, launched on the PS5. That's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's everything's creepy about all these games, and they're so relentless. And you have to really take your time, build yourself up. Yeah, some people who are new to the Elden Ring series got really frustrated really quick because they just kept throwing themselves at the wall. Yeah, they didn't take the time to level up. Yeah, and uh, wow. very frustrated with the game. Well, you don't take a level 10, 15, 20 monster and hit them with the newbie. Yeah, unless you want to be newbie fodder. <laughs> Look at these. I mean, look at these characters. Isn't it gorgeous? Isn't, yeah. Oh, I mean, you've got the collector's edition too, where we just saw that one character. Uh, yeah, the statue that statue. comes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, you know, unfortunately, it is still in the box. Oh, wow. I have not opened it. That might be something I have to do on the channel, so open uh, the Elden Ring mm -hmm. <laughs> collector's edition. That's a great statue. But yeah, this this game looks fantastic. For art direction, I mean, for building a world... Um, it's foreign to us, mm -hmm. totally different than anything we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I think they did a great job. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, vast worlds, right? Didn't have any, it wasn't technically, it was, it was built pretty well, didn't have any glitches, things to well, there stand were a out few, at you. But not anything major, yeah. I recall. Um, well, we, the other ones were on there were uh, God of War Ragnarok. I'm not going to play anything on that one. Since that's a new game. Too new to say anything about. However, if it follows in the footsteps of uh, God of War 2018, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now this is for score and music. So you know, score and music, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Or was that? No, that's art direction. I'm sorry. This was art direction. So God of War, Ragnarok, Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, which mm. you also played. Yeah. Yeah. And I played about the first hour of that one. Yeah. Just recently. 
And then Scorn and Stray. I would not touch Scorn. That's not up my alley. I even told you I was going to try it. But mm -hmm. then I looked at a video and I was like, no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do I it. I noped myself right out of there. It's a squishy, squishy game. There's, there's not a, in a good there's way. There's a fine line between uh, Dead Space and Scorn. Yeah. Scorn crosses that line for yeah. me. I just yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, it was gross. Um, and then they had, yeah, Stray. What do you think about the music? Now, I, I bought the... Um, the record album for Stray, the collector's oh, cool. record. It's not here yet, but it's through a website called I Am 8-Bit. Guys, and if you want to check out, just a little plug, we're not sponsored by them, but I Am 8-Bit is a site you can go to, and they do this amazing artwork of these records, and they put these soundtracks from these games on records, and they do limited runs of these records, and they're beautiful. The art, art design on the records, and then, of course, having a record itself if you're into collecting those kinds of things. Really cool site, I Am 8-Bit. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got a few records from them, but I'm still waiting on the Stray one. So we're still on Art Direction, or are we down to... Um, we're, we're down to uh, we're down to Score and Music. Uh, well, yeah, we're on Art Direction, but Score and Music, I, I guess that's that's why I was thinking of it, was mm -hmm. was the records. But um, now, Bentley, in your life, with your current age, um, did you even ever have CD audio, CD um, albums? Did you ever play a CD? To listen to music? Like a disc? In the car, we used to. Yeah. But, like, that was about it. Yeah, but records were predated you by quite a long ways. Mm -hmm. And that's what I grew up with as a kid. Yeah. was records for everything. I think I was, like, was like 14 or something when CDs came out. Sounds about right. I think it was somewhere around there. It was awesome. Yeah. 13, 14, I can't remember. And now it's just download, download, download. Stream, yeah. stream, stream. Yeah. Something to be said about that digital world. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I saw I just I did skip around a little bit, but uh, okay. on the best score in music, continuing with that music theme, uh, Plague Tale Requiem. I didn't play any of the Plague Tale games. I haven't, but I want to, but I won't pick them up until I got time to play them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just hear it's a big rat simulator. <laughs> <laughs> herds and it's herds a, of rats. It's the uh, Pied Piper Extraordinaire. Yeah, version. yeah, yeah. Um, so that sounds interesting. But it's, yeah. uh, there's a lot of sneaking around in that game. And supposedly the second one's even better than the first one. That's and what I hear. The first one was very highly rated. That's so. what I hear. A lot of people played it, loved it, and a lot of people streamed it, too. They said it was yeah. a really good streaming game. Yeah. Uh, again, Elden Ring is on there, God of War, Ragnarok. And we, we keep talking about God of War. Not, we don't want to show content because we haven't played it. Right. Um, and this get, brings me to a question here later down in the podcast I'm going to bring up to you guys. But, uh, yeah, I'm still trying to finish eight, 18, 2018 God of War. Yep. That's what I'm doing. So uh, now you played Metal Hellsinger. I did. I actually played it just a few days ago, and um, I need to play it some more because it hasn't clicked with me yet. Yeah. Um, so now that is all metal music, right? It's all metal music, and yeah. you're, you're doing a kind of a beat saber type thing where you're hitting on the beat, downbeat, uh, to improve your shots and those type of things. That's cool. I don't seem to have the timing right. For me, it's like I press a button and it feels like it responds later. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know what, whether it's me or the game. Are you using a controller for this? I'm using a controller. Okay. I may need to switch to a plugged-in controller. Okay. And maybe some latency in it. Yeah. Or just maybe my old fingers say, hey, I hit that button 10 yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> um, but not being true. So Yeah. Initial, initial impression is, now that's on Game Pass too. It is, yeah. So try it out. Check it out. Yeah. If you like heavy metal, uh, you'll really like it. And if you like the game, it sounds like a lot of people really do. Yeah. Now, have you played other games this year, Bentley, um, that would be, you know, that you enjoyed their musical score or, mm. or sound? Or I'll throw that question to anybody, but 
like do you have any that stand out to you specifically well, i mean i feel like i haven't done enough games but i did enjoy like this probably isn't i haven't played any of these yeah it's a little unfair because you've been so busy well yeah, no i mean like games i haven't played the ones in this category so i can't compare the games that sure. i played to anything sure but for me out of the games i've played you know just the uh slime rancher 2 has some pretty good music you it know it does they they changed the vibe yeah. on two verses from one didn't they mm -hmm. what would you say they did differently in this in the soundtrack for this one well i don't know they just changed up the songs a little bit mm -hmm. made it a little bit more mysterious in some places it is it has so. a chill vibe do you feel do you feel like it went the way of breath of the wild vibe on that quieter yes. chill music yeah it's not like single piano notes no yeah now breath of the wild music that's it's its own thing that's pretty good yeah and then i have to mention this isn't um this wasn't released this year but stardew valley yeah it's different <laughs> oh stardew valley what is up with those songs you know when you know each season has its song and when that song starts it's like oh yeah you knew exactly you were you were either harvesting cranberries you were you were nurturing relationships with that lady friend or or male friend in the town you know it, whatever you knew exactly where you were in Stardew Valley when those songs dropped. It's it's a comfort song. <laughs> it's for sure. Yeah, I wish you could just put Stardew Valley on these uh, best score in music all the time. <laughs> oh, no doubt. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, okay. Uh, and guys, do you have, you know, let us know what you, some of your favorites. And throwing it back to the chat, too. Uh, yeah. If you guys are in chat, uh, let us know if you have a favorite game, you know, that you enjoyed the soundtrack. Um, next one we're going to talk about is Best Narrative. Have you guys played any games, uh, Best Narrative? And the games on Best Narrative are Plague Tale Requiem, once again, the Rat Simulator, um, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality. I don't know that game. Do you guys know Immortality? I don't, I don't know it either. Okay. Well, I probably should have done a little uh, homework on Immortality, but I, I've heard from other podcasts that they really enjoyed it. I think it's got some heavy themes in it, but uh, mm -hmm. um, might be something to check out. Um, but narrative, I hear that the narrative is where God of War Ragnarok really exceeded, like excelled. And when you're talking about narrative, are you talking about the, um, game story narration? Or are you talking about the narration of the character, somebody who, you always have that, that voice out there that narrates the thing and does the intro. No, I think it's narrative. I think story. Uh, I think this is talking story because I don't really see anything else as far as story, right? You guys, you, you would, when you think of best narrative, you would think of story, right? Ask, ask in chat. You I would think, think that, that too? Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, did Elder Ring, how was the story on Elder Ring if you were to compare it to God of War? Um, oh, God of War is much deeper. Yeah. Much more detailed. Gotcha. However, that doesn't say that um, Elden Ring is bad, but yeah. yeah, God of War is much deeper. I'm thinking of older games that I think of like Last of Us. <clears throat> the narrative on Last of Us for me was just amazing can i tell you a quick little thing about last of us i was telling bentley this but i i i cracked i cracked open the ps5 not literally but uh i i the first game i jumped into i was like you know what i never played last of us and i'm gonna play last of us remastered i mean think about what a great start right never played last of us starting on the ps5 playing last of us did you, how far did you play i by by the time i started with the opening scene and then by the time i was with joel into the open world you know walking through the town did you cry i couldn't play anymore it, I, I don't, I don't think at 45, I can handle storylines like this. Um, and I know I'm in for an even thicker storyline, like even deeper and harder to handle. If that didn't, if you, if you didn't, if your heart didn't just, Oh, my heart. Bust. Yeah. And no, I, again, this is an old game. I don't, I still am not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it. 
and yeah, the opening, the opening is just crushes you. Yeah. And then, and then you're just like, okay. And you know, it's hard enough with post-apocalyptic worlds and, and stuff like that. But, um, I don't know. I, I have, I have moved over to the lighter side of gaming (laughs) in my old age. I don't blame you. Yeah. Don't blame you whatsoever. I followed Bentley a little bit in the, just playing some fun RPG or Sims or, you know, uh, you know, whatever. Indie indie games, something that's yeah. light and fluffy, <laughs> stuff where if you lose, you don't die. Yeah, or you don't or lose loved ones, weird. right? Guys, what do you like to play out there as far as your favorite type of game? You know, do you have, do you lean more towards those heavy uh, yeah. theme games, or do you go towards the the lighter uh, froofy? I am an escapist, and I you know I like to be you know swept away in stories and yep. and things like that. But sometimes, man, they just hit too true, too close to life. We probably need to buzz through some Let's of this. Through, yeah, we're not time schedule. Yeah, so uh, they have best action game. They have best. I will say, um, go ahead, Bentley. One of the categories was most yeah. anticipated game, oh. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What Take it away, man. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the list is Final Fantasy sixteen, <sighs> Hogwarts Legacy. RE4, Starfield, and then Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, which I will say... Bentley, lead us off. I don't have any bias, but <laughs> Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, I will say that's probably... I've never antis- anticipated a game more than that one. Yeah. Like, it's going to be so hype, and I'm so excited, but yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, out of those... Yeah, you just, so you read them off. Final Fantasy sixteen, Hogwarts Legacy, RE4, Starfield, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm there with you. Tears of the King is going to be at Juan Day, and the chat says, hey, 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 Juan Day, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for uh, joining the chat. Absolutely. Um, uh, definitely chime in if you guys have any comments on games you're looking forward to or, you know, games you've played. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, Bentley, Tears of the Kingdom. Did you like that trailer? Oh, yeah. Do we need to play that trailer? It's so taking a little time to pull it up, but yeah, it's so good, right? Mm-hmm. And it looked like there was some really cool um, new features in, yeah. in the new game. Now, did oh, yeah. you finish Breath of the Wild? I finished, yeah, the main story. and uh, Did you start a second playthrough or something? I started a second one, yeah. And that's the one I actually finished. Um, but I haven't done, like, all the shrines. I'm pretty mm. close to having all the shrines. Um, definitely not close to having all the Korok seeds. Yeah. <laughs> but I've done, like, a lot of the DLCs and stuff, so. Oh, there literally, there's 999 Korok seeds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And there's a special surprise at the end. For those who don't know, I'm sure it's probably already been spoiled for most people. But mm. Welcome back, Anime Boy. We're just talking about uh, upcoming and most anticipated games for next year. Yeah. And yeah, and if you have one you're looking forward to, let us know what, what games you're looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah, so, so these guys are saying, um, what is it called? Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is Bentley's number one. Starfield, Dad, you're looking at Starfield, right? No, you know, you, you won't guess which one's on the list that I'm looking forward to. Oh, I want to know. Let us, so there, so you don't have one on this list. I do. It's Resident Evil 4. It's RE4. Yeah. RE4 is an awesome game. I've played it on multiple consoles. And as far as Resident Evil games go, it's just palatable enough that I don't totally get grossed out. Like I will never play, um, Resident Evil Village on PSVR. It ain't going to happen because no. you'll find me uh, dead of a heart attack in the corner the of my game is, room someday or something like that. <laughs> find me six months later and I'll yeah. just be all dried out. But uh, Resident, <laughs> Resident Evil 4. That's an image. I, will, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil 4, I'm very excited about. It's a, it's a it's a engaging game. There's some great boss enemies, great monsters. So I'm looking forward to the... Uh, is it a remaster it's or a remake? Re- it's a remaster. Remaster. Okay. I think it's remastered. Yeah, it's it's not a remake. It's but it's totally done 
everything's redone. Okay. Assets and uh, graphics and I don't. I think there may be some quality of life issues too that they've improved on how you can play the game. Well, you couldn't. Could you not run and shoot in RE four? It's been a while since I played it. I couldn't game. remember if you could sprint and shoot. For you guys who have ever played the Resident Evil series, let me know. I think that was one of the issues. But I remember it now. I was also young when those games were coming out. I don't think you let me. I don't think I was able to play some of those games. But I did play four because I remember the village, the town, the town you get in, and the first you. jump scare that yeah. everybody mentions, which is the dog. Well, right? the dogs are from Resident Evil One. Is that one? Resident Evil Wait, One through the window. Yeah, down through the window. So there's like three, there's a hallway and there's like three or four windows okay. to the side. It's I'm not just a dog. One, really? It is a series of um, Dobermans oh, that are all the that chewed got up and bloody and yeah. come at you. Oh, <laughs> it's jump really scares. Good. It's just not even <laughs> nice. But you know, there's humor in those games. If you look at uh, Resident Evil 1, there's, a, there's a, one portion where you've just finished killing this huge snake that was in the room. And one of the other... Um, uh, Law enforcement officers come in and he goes, "So, see anything strange in here?" And here's this big dead snake. Like, well, duh, check yeah. this. You know, yeah. So there's some real bad acting in there. That's yeah. very humorous. Yeah. That's one of the moments. Yeah, I hear there's. Uh, yeah, I hear they're doing some cool things to the new one too. Yeah. So. Um. So I think they've mentioned. I remember listening to some podcasts and they mentioned like being able to light a cow on fire and and the cow runs off and takes out a bunch of uh, zombies. Not, I don't. I don't know. That. Maybe that's an RE4. I don't know. Got me. I mean, you've got people that have played RE4 like dozens of times over and over again. They love that I know game I've so much. I played it uh, through once and um, played around with it two or three more times. Yeah. Uh, any other categories we're looking at here? Not really. No. There's Outstanding Creative Technical, all that stuff. There's Best Family Game. Oh, that's yeah. Can, let, me, let me jump in that one real quick, okay? Because I, I have a unique position, guys, uh, as gamer like dad um, here. I have a, quite the span of age uh, for kids. For those who don't know, I have um, someone who is out of the house, and then Bentley here, who's uh, in his teens, and then we have a little guy who's only three. And that span from 20 years old to three is quite long. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> so it's interesting because I get to play games of all, not just games that I, I like to play myself, but also with whoever I'm with that I'm playing with, whether it's you, Bentley, or, you know, uh, Olivia or, or the little guy, right? But with the little one, we have been playing Kirby. Mm, and sure. I've got to say, game of the year. Let's talk about game of the year here. All right. I'm just going to throw it out there, guys. For family, game, game of the year, Kirby. I mean, let's not forget Kirby. Kirby came out early in the year, but the Forgotten Land, this game is, <laughs> is so much fun to play. Sucking up little dudes, stealing their powers, using the powers, and... What brings the most enjoyment is playing with a three-year-old because he, he'll direct everything. He's like, oh, go get him. Go suck at him. Let's get the sword. Let's get the sword. You know, and, and he just, it, it's so much fun. And he's starting to get to the point where he can move that, that thumbstick around a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, training him. <laughs> training him. Training him in the finest uh, things of life, right? But um, yeah, he's, it's, it's a blast playing Kirby with him. Uh, so, and it's not a game I would have, Played by myself. Right, right? yeah. So and, what are you playing today, Chris? Oh, I'm uh, going to go into my room and spend four hours playing Kirby. It's a bloody massacre. In that although room. I have heard of grown men sitting there playing Disney's Dream, whatever the Disney's Dreamlight, what's the game that's oh, out right I now? I forget what that was. And I tried to play that for like an hour, and I 
about fell asleep. No joke. <laughs> but uh, hey, tweets their own. I am not going to yuck another person's That's yum true. when it comes to video gaming. That's true. I'm, I'll take it back. Because <laughs> we all have our, our favorites, right? So what's next? All right, that's it. So on our, that's, whoops, sorry, sorry guys about the, uh, <laughs> the craziness on the. I got too excited about the next segment. My bad. <laughs> so we're going on to our memories, our favorite memories. We're just going to pick a memory that we have I... of, uh, of gaming. Um, something since it's Thanksgiving, yesterday was Thanksgiving, uh, memories that we had. Um, Bentley, did you, do you have one you want to start with on the, on um, the... yeah. Okay. So. I don't know about like a specific memory. Well, this is, I don't know. You'll have to let me know if this is, if this counts, but um, I have kind of a question to pose. Have you guys, this kind of relates to Thanksgiving as well. Have you guys ever associated a food with a game before? Because for me, like when I was thinking back to memories, a lot of them, I distinctly remember like associate one food with a game. Like for example, like, um back in the days when i was playing rocket league a lot yeah and you had like this metal um cylindrical thing that you would refill with candy every once in a while and yeah. you went through a phase that you're only doing tropical swedish fish <laughs> and that happened to be when i was playing rocket league so i would be i would come home turn on rocket league grab the cylindrical thingy literally like <laughs> eat like half of that container <laughs> and now i always associate rocket league with tropical swedish tropical fish swedish, swedish fish became a mainstay of all of our gaming nights there was mm. not a gaming night that we got together that we didn't have swedish yeah. fish it's so, classic yeah it's a classic yeah. yeah swedish fish was always one uh we would have other members of our group that would bring them mm-hmm. it was it was a it was a mainstay one of your best gaming memories has to do with the fact that you associate certain foods with certain games. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like yeah. it. It's like with music when you're, you, you know, you hear a song from back in the day and you're like, you remember exactly where you were when you heard that song for the first sure. time or, or whatever. Like stretchy pants. Like stretchy pants. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you guys are wearing your stretchy pants out there for the holiday. No doubt. <laughs> Eating all those leftovers today. Today is leftover day, right? Yeah. And again, if you're not celebrating uh, Thanksgiving, just make one up for yourself today and you have our permission to, um, be a glutton. I honestly think you should never have an excuse to wear stretchy pants in a day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. How about your memories? Um, well, my memories are fading fast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even go there. Forever fleeting. And I continually have uh, many amazing memories with gaming. Uh, I was trying to dig, dig back um, to the... So one of my... So if I go far, far, far back, mm-hmm. the morning that I got the... I don't know why this one stands out the most, but when I got Super Mario Brothers three, mm. and that that holiday for some reason I remember just just it was just so hotly anticipated Super Mario Brothers three. What system did that originate on? Uh, it's on the Super NES. Super NES. Yeah. Well, Super NES for you and me, we had a lot of fun with that. If I'm right, if I'm correct about that, correct me in the in, in comments if I'm right about that. I think it was on S Super NES. It should be SNES. The SNES. Yeah. Um, and that game, and cause you know, Mario two was, eh, it was okay. Uh, you know, Super Mario Brothers one, obviously Mario Bros. Mario Bros is the OG, right? Mm-hmm. But that I was just hotly anticipating and I was up so early that morning and snuck down the stairs. Uh, was this, where was this at? Was this in Atlanta? I can't remember where this was, where we lived when I was little. 
Sure wasn't here. It wasn't here. Uh, oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was at the farm. It could have been at the farm. This uh, wasn't the um, c- controller into the uh, uh, rock wall yeah. throw- throwing event, was it? Well, <clears throat> I think it was the same year. We won't talk about that. I don't throw controllers anymore. 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 But it might have been the same year. Hamilton Swisher says, hey, how's it going? Um, thanks for hanging out and chat. Um, we, know, we know there's a lot of lurkers out there. I lurk all the time. <laughs> I'm a lurker for sure. You guys know me. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3, getting Super Mario Brothers 3. Can I add, a, can I add more than just one sure. memory? So getting Super Mario Brothers 3, playing that. I mean, flying around, flicking that little raccoon tail around. Come on. <laughs> And also, a, you want to talk about uh, scores and, and soundtracks. Um, Hamilton Swisher says, uh, I'm going to break that thought. Uh, Ragnarok, number one, no competition. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Hamilton, did you uh, finish uh, Ragnarok? No spoilers, because we haven't played it yet. We're actually waiting uh, to finish 2018, which is really hard to do. But, um, yeah, let us know. Uh, yeah, so um, the Mario Brothers 3 and then... My next memory would be the, um, honestly, I'm going to have to, I'm going to clump them together was our game nights. Yeah. Um, you know, we guys, the reason this, this channel happened was because of all the memories I've had with this guy over here. And, you know, he would bring me to game nights with his friends and eventually turned into, you know, some, some younger friends. And Mm -hmm. so we had quite the age range, right? And this was, we would do it once a quarter even when we had internet, we had online gaming, we had all that stuff going on. You got to get together. That's the only way you can share your Swedish fish. Absolutely. You had to, you had to share, yeah, you had to share the Swedish fish. We even made waffles. And that's one of the best <laughs> memories is one of his best friends would bring a waffle iron and we would play for several hours until about like midnight and or Darren, Darren 11 o'clock. I think it was like 11 o'clock yeah. at night and we would break and we would make waffles and in the morning we're having waffles yes there was definitely a shrek moment quote from shrek yeah quote from shrek but yeah we made waffles and then we would go back and hit it again and we mm-hmm. would play halo um of course we played destiny but halo was like the go-to we did titanfall we did a lot of other you know multiplayer games mm-hmm. but i mean come on halo is really the main titanfall one. was a lot of fun we didn't yeah. play that much but i'm telling you that is an underrated game yeah especially titanfall 2 yeah yeah so i have I have so many memories in that. And then I can't, you know, it's, it's so hard because again, I'm picking really just kind of main one, but, and I'm just grateful for the memories I'm having with my, with my kids. And, you know, we're so busy. We don't get to sit down and just have those memories, but we do on occasion. Yeah. And sometimes it's just, sometimes it could just be, um, some of my most recent ones with Bentley because we're so busy is Pokemon go. Uh-huh. We'll just have our phones. We'll go take a walk. And we'll just we'll do an event when there's a specific Pokemon that's spawning. Now, there's something I never could have foresaw in the future. Right. That, that there you'd ever have a game that you could do that with. Yeah. That's really out there. It's awesome that you can take a mobile device and that you can still go socialize and, um, you know. That. I consider myself a mobile device. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Hamilton Swisher, what do you say? Said in 30 hours, first run doesn't let down. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, really? Harder yeah. to get your runic attacks, huh? Cool. Interesting. Yeah, so Hamilton, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, 30 hours. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, I did unbox my collector's edition of um, Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And I did display it and put it out in my room. Oh, that's awesome. So I, I figured everybody in the Brothers made an unboxing yeah. of that, so I wasn't even going to yeah. bother with it. But I did unbox it yesterday. It looks pretty cool that... Uh, Nice. And you know, the hammer's got some heft to it. It yeah. may just be made out of plastic, but they made put some weight in it so yeah. it doesn't feel 
wimpy. Well, I'll finish up. So, so those are my memories. And, and again, I got to share all the memories with all my kids currently. So Kirby would be with my littlest one, um, you know, doing Pokemon go and just the random gaming or Pokemon cards with Bentley, you know, even though we haven't done them as much, but all the Pokemon cards and Pokemon stuff that we do is, is amazing and other games that we play. And then I actually was, we were able to spoil, uh, our daughter, uh, with her own switch because she now lives on her own mm-hmm. and we got her an animal crossing switch and she started her own Island and there she's heavy into animal crossing. Awesome. So all, all excellent memories, right. With both Good my story. dad and my kids. So dad, I'll pass it on to you. Well, mine's kind of unique again, <laughs> since, uh, this coming January, I'll be 70 years old and mm-hmm. I've been around for every video game release, uh, since they started every console release since they started. And I picked up this uh, Game Informer magazine. I have over 350 gaming magazines in my game room. And this is a more recent one. And they went back through the history of gaming. And um, 1977, they start with the Atari VCS. But you really have to start before that because there was actually a Pong console uh, that came out before I'm that. I'm going to pull it up for yeah, you guys so who are watching the video like. version of the podcast. It says telegames and it also says Atari. Now, with Pong, if you were around back in that day, which I definitely was, you'd go to different establishments and there'd be an arcade, a Pong arcade machine. That's one of their first. In fact, Atari was really an arcade machine company. But most of their games, like um, there's different space ones, um, were in the arcades. And the arcades at that point in time, there really weren't full arcades. This would be in this uh, grocery store. This one would be in this mall. This one would be in the, and you had to go different places to play the different games. Mm-hmm. But this was 1972 that Pong came out. Then 1977, we had the Atari VCS, 80, the Intellivision, ColecoVision in 82. Remember the ColecoVision? I remember the ColecoVision really well. We had a lot of fun with that. Yep. The 5200. They didn't have little things you could put on the controller, yep. like little plastic covers. Yep. And, yep. Yep. And had the little, um, the number control, the, pad at the bottom not the mm-hmm. pad at the bottom the number pad at the bottom number pad yep um then the nest the um atari 7800 and i still have atari 7800 inbox got the 5200 inbox yep. with the um um the, um one of the all the different controllers and stuff mm-hmm. sorry for the senior fart there for a second <laughs> sega master system you and i were in atlanta and we had a lot of fun with the master system mm-hmm. so my point is is this for me my memories expand Span a, a period of time that a lot of people didn't have the opportunity to see. Yeah, mm. like you know, yeah. your first video game memories are in a certain year and a certain segment, way past where this started. Yep. In fact, you're in the the current generation more so than even the previous generation of mm-hmm. games. And then same with you. So for me, my best gaming memories were all of them. I mean, I've just had a, a great time over this last 50 years, which leading into um, 50 years, it's the 50 50th celebration for Atari, by the way. You can hold it up. Yeah, look at this. And, Very nice. Yep, it's an awesome, awesome uh, game. Uh, one of the things that's interesting, this was the pack-in for the first Atari VCS. Now, before it was called the Atari comparison. 2600, All right. it had that um, wood grain plastic on it. It was called the Atari VCS, or Video Computer System. And the pack-in game <laughs> was that particular one. Now, look at the difference in size between that. And imagine what's look on that, thickness. Yeah. that cart, that flash ROM. Yeah. Compared to that nice little SD card over there, it's just oh. insane. And the Atari 50th, awesome. um, if you want to go back and learn the history and have some fun doing it, this is one of the best uh, interactive experiences. It'll take you back in time, and you actually have video interviews. So you want you can go through the timeline, kind of like it does in this magazine, 
and you'll actually hear from the developers if you want to. You can actually click on a button, actually play the game right there at that point in the timeline and see what it was like. Yeah. So for um, to celebrate that 50 years of um, Atari, thanks Atari, because you started it all. And, you know, they, they were the first company to make a billion dollars in video games. They had oh 80, 80% of the market. And some of you may or may not know this, but in 1983, the video game market crashed. Yep. And that was the end of the uh, things for a while. They did not see that coming. No, and the, what the problem was, was that uh, so many of the games were uh, boards. Okay, so you had this character that would run this far to the right uh, and had to jump over these obstacles. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the next board. What was the next board? It was the same thing. It was only faster and there were more enemies. And the next one was faster and only more enemies. And that gets old after a while. So um, repeat content really cost them at that point in time. Yeah. They continued to make some great games. For example, after the crash, the Missile Command still came out and some other really great uh, Atari games and such. But uh, it really put a dent in things for a while until we had the um, renewal with the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Who um, breathed fresh life into video games. So for me, memories, I've had too many to even mention, but all of them are great especially the ones with my son and with Bentley and with all my really close friends who've um, been with me for game nights over the years. Oh yeah. It's awesome. And I've always said, if I ever go to a retirement home, I'm going to be the coolest dude in the retirement home mm-hmm. and they better have a bunch of video game players there. Cause I'm not going in there unless there's some vi- people to, I can talk video games. with. Absolutely. I always make the joke that if we ever, you know, kick the bucket, right. Pushing up daisies that I want basically all the gaming stuff set up and just, just to have a big gaming sesh. Uh, for my funeral that's that's what i want to happen if i'm still way behind <laughs> in getting a um new game room video up it's been two years since i put my game room video mm-hmm. up but um i have so many gaming items that are just absolutely awesome i, I can't put another thing in my game room it's so full of yeah. stuff yeah guys so. go check out elder geek gamer uh my dad and bentley's grandpa um he's got an excellent room tour video he's working on room tour 2.0 yeah yeah so, so. Bentley, you're being called out in nice. the chat. Yeah, I know. I need to speak up more. I just don't have any, I don't have the wisdom, the wealth of knowledge that these two have. So. <laughs> well, it was, it was dad's uh, section there to talk yeah. about the, uh, yeah. the vintage. But uh, Hamilton, you want to read the chat yes. there? Yes. Oh, you mean the Zelda one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zelda was a good, good game. Yeah, Link. Yeah, Zelda's, I mean, come on. Zelda's are great. I mean, you want to talk about musical score? Zelda. Yeah, that one's really cool. Like, even, like, the weird things, like, where you encounter different enemies, <laughs> like, the Guardian theme, you know, is where it's, like, all those random notes on the piano. Oh, yeah. When, like, like, like as so if they're crawling crazy. around. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, Hamilton, we agree. Zelda, yeah. Um, music really moves me. You know, certain games. I mean, just, oh, yeah. it just, it just, yeah. So, um, so Dad, yeah, you, you were mentioning, thanks for sharing your, your, um, your memories. I know we'll, we'll have plenty. We're going to share throughout the podcast, obviously, you know, oh, yeah. we'll have more specific ones, but you talked about Atari 50. Um, is there anything specific about the Atari 50 collection that you feel like they did? Um, exceptionally well, exceptionally well for the collection. This is a nice metal book. Yeah. They, they have the, the one that's $10 more to get the one with the metal right. case with the steel book than mm-hmm. it is with the regular one. Um, what they did really well was the, the interface itself. It's just a joy to use, and at any point in time, you can interact with it or go past it. It's really timeline-based, but you can also just go straight to the games and say, I want to try these different games that open the Atari library. And they also have some Activision games and, um, was it iMagic? 
was the other third-party developer for Atari 2600. Possibly, yeah. Um, so it's just, it's, if, you know, not everybody is a retro gamer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm built in, I'm a retro gamer. Yeah. Because I started from day one. Um, but there are some younger people who are also retro gamers too. So if you're into retro gaming and want to celebrate the history, I'd say grab that. If you're not into re- retro gaming, eh, I'd pass on it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the last section and just talk briefly about the games we're playing. Sweet. And we've, we've already actually talked about them a little bit, right? But uh, let's yeah. move it back over to you. Yeah. Okay. Games, so games you're playing. for the latest game that I'm actually like playing right now, it's actually Pokemon Arceus. Um, and that's kind of a funny story uh, how I started playing that. Well, like, I was playing Splatoon and um, Slime Rancher earlier, but... So should I mention why, maybe? I'm, I'm about to. You yeah. got it? Got it. So uh, when Scarlet and Violet just recently came out, right? Mm-hmm. So I, So you got the game. I got Violet. And uh, yeah, you mm-hmm. got Violet and you're... Yep testing it out with Graham and all that. Yep. And yeah, he made his own character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, something that was really funny is like no hate on Violet, but there were so many glitches <laughs> in, uh, in the game, like walking, watching the characters uh, walk in the background. They, they were like moving two frames a second. It was oh, pretty funny. They were like, burp, burp, burp. Um, but that basically inspired me to, look at Arceus to compare the two. And yeah. uh, of course we have to give it some slack. Scarlet's in the early stages of you know Do you think they're gonna game. release do they re- does Nintendo release updates to improve a game? Do they I don't even know if they've said they anything better. about it. From everything I've I heard. Th- I think they do. <clears throat> okay. Um and and I'll add to that in this it's basically in the city especially mm-hmm. where you see those characters, right? That are jerking. Yeah. Or the flag that's waving is just like yeah, and I don't know what it could be. You, you know, we're playing. I was playing that on a OLED switch, so it wasn't mm-hmm. even an old console, right? Yeah. So, go ahead, Bentley. Um, what was I doing? Oh yeah, Arceus. Yeah. So I'm supposed to talk. So about you're that making now. the comparison. Yeah. Um, and that and that released this year. I can't believe that still yeah. released this year. I yeah. When you told me that, I was pretty surprised. I thought that released like a while ago. Yeah. Um, feels like it. Because I started playing Arceus. Like a little bit, you got into it a little bit more than me, or yeah. a lot more than me, um, and then I dropped off, and now I've been playing it a little bit recently, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's super fun. I love it a lot. It's like definitely unique in how they do like the whole game mm-hmm. compared to the other Pokemon games, mm-hmm. um, and it was interesting to see that Scarlet and Violet went back a little bit in in their gameplay development because and i guess that makes sense because arceus is kind of an ex- exclusive game you know yeah. um is it like a precursor yeah but i thought it was cool because arceus has some really cool functions like how you catch the pokemon like sneaking up on them blah 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 blah, blah. you don't have to fight all of them yeah, in, in, in Violet, you actually have to go into a fighting screen to throw a Pokeball at it instead of just surprising it and throwing a ball and catching it mm. right off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And graphically, would you say Arceus is still up and above? Yeah. Yeah. Would, yeah. yeah. And they, they, talk, they tout that uh, Scarlet and Violet, it's like an open world Pokemon. It's, it's still not open world. They're large regions. And you still have to load in and load out of a screen when mm. you go from one 
area to another. Like I heard from, those screens are pretty long. In they're a little cases. long from the school to the, you know, to an open area where the gyms are or where you're trying to fight. I've played in violet. Uh, sorry, I'm going to give it back to you, Bentley, but I played in violet. Probably I played three gyms and I, and I fought two Titans mm. and I've done fought some, some of the bad guy teams. So I've done enough of a vertical slice of the game to, to kind of see what it is. It, it's still a Pokemon game. It's still addictive. You know, if you like Pokemon, you're going to play it. You know, I actually enjoy playing it on the smaller screen because then I don't notice all the glitches. If I'm playing it on a really big TV with HDR, mm. it looks terrible. <laughs> it's atrocious. It's actually mm. egregious. But playing on the little screen, I just don't notice it as much. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, for sure. Um, Was Arceus your main one? That's about it. I do. I did start playing marvel snap on my phone oh snap oh, what do you think about that i've oh, watched some videos on it yeah uh well you kind of introduced it to me i mean yeah, yeah i've been seeing ads and stuff but i like it it's really cool um my connection with it is i've well i've played a decent amount of mobile games for sure um and i played clash royale which i'm sure a lot of people have played that or at least heard of it um maybe not <laughs> but anyways that was kind of the most similar game I've played to that. And I, I must say, I really, maybe it's because Pokemon cards are in like the furthermost regions of my heart, but yeah. um, I really love the card opening mechanic. Like, and that's in every game, like Plants vs. Zombies 2. Yeah. That had like card packs where you get the things. That was so satisfying. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I the loved animation it so was much. Great. Yeah. It would like burst open and you'd sort through your cards. Yeah. Mm. Um, but anyways, I think it's a pretty cool game. It's definitely a lot more strategy based than like Clash Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's Is my it something I would like. I think it could be game of the year. Honestly, no, really. there are a lot of people <clears throat> that are in the gaming industry that are playing this game. Mm. Just yeah. because, I mean, it's on your phone. It's so easy to yeah, do you think I would like it? Or? I think you would yeah. because the music and all of the voiceovers, right? Bentley? Yeah. Like, they have all the, you know, Hulk smash and like the card, it animates. Mm. So when you throw it down, he'll hit the ground and everything shakes. Yeah, like the video the- I watched was really <clears throat> impressive. Was just oh, like, it's great. I just yeah. haven't thought about it since. Yeah, no, the sound, you have to play with sound. It'd be nice to have some earbuds in and play it. But I agree with Bentley. Also, just the purchase, like any of the purchasing of the game is, is also, again, not egregious. It's not in your face. Right. So you don't ever feel like you have to buy anything. Like they throw you so many rewards after each match. And would you, did you say the matches, they were under three minutes. You can literally be in and out of a match in three minutes. Mm. It's that fast. It's just like, boom, 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 boom. There's just six rounds. You're done. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel snap. That's a great pick, Bentley. Good stuff. All right. So I'm going to me. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I already mentioned, I already mentioned Scarlet and Violet. I'm not going to mention any, any more. I will say if you love Pokemon, you're going to like the game. If you can look past the graphical mishaps, basically the glitchiness is just, you can't not see it. The pop in and out, the, the fact that the NPCs, they're not sure if they should be there or not. <laughs> That's what it looks like. And it's just bad. But it's still fun filling out a Pokedex. They do a really cool animation graphic where mm-hmm. when you find a new Pokemon, it, uh, it pops down a journal the cover opens up. It shows the picture of the Pokemon. It flips around and goes, and it slides into a little, uh, you know, little library uh, shelf. Yeah. And that's that's satisfying. Seeing more and more books line up of the Pokemon you've caught mm. that you put that you put in. So 
that I like that, you know, um, and I'm a sucker for that kind of collection, right? <laughs> Us being gamers and collectors. Um, but yeah, so that'd be the one, you know, and I, and I already mentioned Kirby. I love playing Kirby with, with the little guy. And that's, that's been again, another game that I love Marvel snap. I'm, I'm gonna, again, give you applause on that. A Marvel snap. I agree is a game that I think you have to try dad. You got to try Marvel snap. Um, and then I'm not going to pick a game. You know what I'm going to pick? I'm going to pick a device uh, uh, that I'm going to talk about. Gee, what could it be? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a little something called the Stream Deck. I mean, Steam Deck. Stream Deck? What's the, a Stream Deck? The Steam Deck. Uh, the Steam Deck is, is the only reason I give this thing, you know, again, the things that I'm playing on Steam Deck um, is because, because I've been traveling so much, I can't keep up with the gaming conversation very well, and the Steam Deck has made it possible. And so I... You know, I am able to bring around an Xbox with an X screen, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And I have my Switch. So I actually have three three consoles. And I don't know if I told you guys that I've been able to play PlayStation games on my Steam Deck because PlayStation is releasing them on the PC. And so I've been able to play things like God of War 2018 on the Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. And it does suck the battery life out of it. But I can still play God of War on a Steam Deck. That's for like an hour, right? For like an hour. (laughs) Yeah. And that's pretty outstanding. I mentioned that before. But um um yeah oh yeah it's minecraft yeah it's J Dog. he talked about minecraft what did he say here uh well minecraft didn't come out this year it got a major update yeah what were some of those updates to minecraft um well i'm not really sure i've been playing enough but i do remember the uh mob picking thingamabobber that just happened yeah right yeah yeah they picked um what was the mob called i can't remember you guys in chat if you remember which one got picked by the like the sniffer sniffer? i think it's the sniffer yeah no yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a cool event. I actually voted on that one too. Yeah, um, but let us know what the Minecraft updates were because well, the caverns that yeah. was the big one. Yeah, that was. But the, yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played a little. It's J Dog. Let us know which but... one, which updates maybe you might be talking about for Minecraft because yeah, they do release a lot of cool updates. But anyway, those are the games, guys. On Steam Deck, I've played Potion Permit, which is a fantastic little game that's like Stardew Valley. You come from the capital. You settle in this little town and you cure people and you, and you go out and you, it's like a little RPG. You go out and you fight little, little, you know, they're not hard enemies. You go pick plants and you collect these herbs and you make potions and you can make a bunch of potions ahead of time. And if somebody gets sick, they end up in your little hospital and how you cure them is you run a little magnifying glass over their outline of their body when they say, Oh, my left elbow hurts and you see it and it flashes on it. And then it takes you to a, a, a music rhythm game. And then you diagnose it with a rhythm game. And then if you diagnose it, then you use it. It'll tell you which potion you need. And if you've made a potion already, great. And you can cure them. And then you gain reputation in the town by curing its inhabitants. And it's basically Stardew Valley, but you're not, you're not uh, farming. You're, you're making potions and curing people. Oh, you got frogs in Minecraft. Oh, that's right. There are frogs. Oh, and the swamp, right? What are the trees? Um, it's J Dog. They can he can let us know. There's a tree they added to oh. Minecraft, and I can't remember which I one it is. How did I not know this? I haven't played. Yeah. Recently, yeah. but I'll have to hop on and check out the frogs. Yeah. And then, Dad, you talked about Stray, um, and but I've been playing Stray on the Steam Deck as well. So mm-hmm. again, a, a PlayStation. You know that came out on PlayStation first, um, but I've been able to put in some nice headphones, some some really you know, so I can get the sound of Stray. Uh, and I've played it on the plane. I've played it just kind of on the go, and cool. love that cat simulator. I'm passing it to you, Dad. So what are you playing? Well, I'm still playing um, 
God of War 2018, trying to get through that so be, I can play Ragnarok. I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to take mm-hmm. my time. I don't get a lot of play time, so I only mm-hmm. I probably only play four hours a week, yep. which isn't much at all. Yep. Um, but I've also been playing my Sega uh, Genesis Mini 2. Oh. And they've done some really cool things with it, not only just um, with some new games, but they've taken old games that they've released before and enhanced them. So, so like Space Harrier, do you remember the game Space oh, Harrier? Oh, I love Space Harrier. When we lived in Memphis. We used to go to a little store right around from our apartments, and you and I play Space Harrier. So they got Space Harrier on the uh, Genesis Mini 2, and they've changed uh, and, and they give it an enhanced scaling. So it just plays and runs and looks so much better. They even took Fantasy Star and uh, gave it a new speed mode and um, uh, lowered the difficult, uh, difficulty level. So the Mini 2 is really well worth it. I have the majority of the Mini consoles. Mm-hmm. And this is really worth your time. Um, Turbo Graphics, I have that one. Turbo Graphics. Oh, and it's J-Dog said it was the, man, the mangrove trees. Oh, yeah. That's right, that's right. Ah, cool. Thanks for the update. I'd, I'd like to check that out. I'll, I'll, Minecraft. I'll search it on YouTube later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so the Mini 2 is really awesome. And for, oh, and for those only listening, if you're watching, uh, if you want to watch us on YouTube, we're playing some video footage of this. So, yeah. so you can see the Sega Genesis Mini 2. Yeah, so I, I love mini consoles. I think they've got a real place in history. Not all of us want to go back and uh, repurchase an original system, but it's hard to hook up to a current TV. Mm-hmm. And you can do it through a mini console and yeah. get enhanced graphics and still play a lot of cool stuff. In fact, some of the mini consoles... Some of those games, you know, you, you, you'll find 40 and $50 games on the mini console that if you were to get a hard copy of it for a minute for the OG um, mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. it'd be really costly. Yeah. So, so that's what I've been playing. That's awesome. Um, and then did you have any other game? You said you had played um, Elden Ring. and um... I played Stray and I played Elden Ring. And um, but right yeah. now I'm playing pretty much God of War exclusively. God of War is the one. 2018. Trying to get 2018 done. Yeah, I've got to get out there with um, Hamilton and the others and get some Ragnarok time going. Yeah, Hamilton says that's uh, you gotta we gotta put down some time on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so this is my question. I wanna uh, and Dad, actually, I'll tell you what. In the fridge, guys, we're gonna do a little celebration, little little cheers to everybody for the holiday for Thanksgiving. We brought out some glasses. And um, in my family, we call it hedgehog, but we got some eggnog. Look at that. Good old Mayfield mm. eggnog. Santa's on the front. You know, this is the good stuff too, right? Oh. This isn't reduced fat. There's right? no reduced reduced fat. Uh, well, last Who night do you think dinner, I am? We had seven, seven or so people at the table, and I said, you know what? I turned to my wife, and I said, you know, if we're not going to buy regular eggnog with full fat, don't bother buying it, because it just does not have the same appeal. Yes, so we're gonna pour. We're pouring some uh, eggnog right now, and uh, beautiful. Oops, I think I gave myself too much, but uh, and we want to just do a little chat, just uh, talk to chat here, and um, and toast the chat, and toast chat. to the chat. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and uh, here should we do a little cheers? Cheers! Thanks for joining us on the on episode three of uh, the uh, Gamer Like Dad podcast. To you all, may you have a wonderful uh, rest of the week. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to swallow in the mic. Oh my goodness, that is amazing, by the way. Oh now that's the good stuff. That's oh, the yeah. good stuff. That's the good stuff. Yeah. For sure. So guys, what what are your um you know, you guys have mentioned that we had uh, it's J Dog talking about um Minecraft and Hamilton talking about um God of War. Dad, you're trying to catch up on God of War. And guys, this is the question I want to ask you guys as we end this podcast. Where is your drop dead? 
time, it's J-Dog says cheers, uh, when you don't go back to a video game, what, where, when is that moment? And the reason I ask this question right now is <clears throat> with God of War, I have not touched God of War Ragnarok. I really want get to get in on the discussion. You know, everybody's talked about it. They've played it. Of course, reviewers online, they're going to have it weeks ahead of time. But, you know, those reviews release and then everybody's playing it. And then spoilers come out, you know, yeah, on YouTube. You got to watch the thumbnails because the thumbnails spoil everything. But I, I really wanted to finish 2018. But I'm at this point where I don't know. I don't know if I can. I'm so busy that I, I just am thinking about watching a video and then going on to Ragnarok. Well, that's a good way to do it. I hadn't thought about that. But I wanted to ask you guys, do you go back to games? Like maybe if you've started a game, you know, you guys in chat and, you know, or do you just, you know, forget about them and move on to the next one? You know, uh, what do you guys do, Belly? Do you, what, do you have mm. a viewpoint on that? Is there a moment where you're just like, I'm never going to play this game? Like, so like in general, like if I stop playing game, will I ever go back? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What would it take for you to like not go back? You know? Well, it kind of depends on why I stopped playing. I would say right. like if yeah. I stopped playing because I just got too busy, then I'll probably go back to that game at some point, you know? Yeah. But if I stop playing because I like, I don't know, get burned out or if I'm really bored, I mean, maybe I'll start playing it again if I'm burned out, but, um, it's less likely, you know, like with uh, games like Terraria, like I would play a little bit and then get burned out and then I would go back to it. And, uh, you know, it's just a game you can like start a new world and yeah, they ha- do it they, all over you can again. restart in those games. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Oh, yeah. And that's another thing. A lot of times when I go back to a game, I just restart because I feel like I don't have enough <clears throat> traction if I go back into my other game, I feel mm-hmm. like I have no idea what's going on. I do too. I do the same thing mm-hmm. I, for the same reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There, there were games with such high learning curves, right? Mm-hmm. Their move sets and the controller schemes were just so, mm-hmm. or like maybe their menus were just insane yeah. and you couldn't remember where to find things. Or even just sometimes it's just nice to like restart if you're like already OP in one game, you know, sometimes it's nice to do the whole thing over again. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever taken an OP character like in Terraria? And and transferred it over to a new world and just wiped the floor with everybody. <laughs> I haven't say I can't say I have, but can I've you do that in you games that. like Diablo? <clears throat> I don't know. I I actually don't know if you can do that in Diablo. That'd be cool. Speaking of, are you excited about Diablo Four? I am. It's been a while since I played and finished a Diablo game. I think it was let me maybe two games back mm-hmm. that I finished it and had yeah. a lot of fun playing it. Yeah, by myself. Yeah. Now that's another one that has some great sounds and right. Mm-hmm. They, they put you into some really cool atmospheres. Well, I think, too, with this new one that's coming up, I saw a video on it, and they're trying to make the world even more in your face and getting the point of view to be so you really see the characters. Yeah. Because um, if they're a little bit far away, you don't get as connected with them from what the developers were saying, and we're hoping to bring it so it's more um, visceral playing yeah. the new game. So I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, Dad, where are you with ending of games or, or restarting or going back to games? Um, I'm frozen. Like the Disney show? <laughs> Not quite. I can't, <laughs> I can't sing that well, no, do I have blonde hair. Yeah. But, um, or a carrot coming out my nose. <laughs> but anyway, no, nice. um, I have, so, you know, I have got to uh, come to terms with who I am now as a gamer compared mm-hmm. to who I was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I am more of a collector than I am a gamer now. Mm. Just, that's just 
all there is to it. There's a very short list of games. You know, I've got hundreds of games in my game room. Yeah. Some just from the collectible standpoint, some from the I want to replay that one day. Mm-hmm. But um, the list of ones that I want to replay, you know, it's probably a handful mm-hmm. or maybe 10 or fewer games that I really want to replay. Yeah. Because anything more than that is too many. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think if I'm thinking about the games that I'm playing right now, I think the reason that I don't go back to a game, and I'm okay, kind of like where you said where you are with life and where I am with life, like in the games I'm playing, I just want to experience games. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily set out to finish every game, you right. know? And, and the nice thing about things like, well, let's be honest, things like Game Pass allow you to go into a game that you would have never played. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And you can just try it and you feel okay with just being like, well, okay. Now, if you drop $60 on a game, that might give you a little more incentive to finish. Well, and I, I don't buy games pretty much unless I get them on sale, like 50% off or more. Right. Um, unless it's something I know I'm going to play like right now. Right. Then I'll do full price. But if it's going to be one of those I know I'm not going to get to for a while, yeah. it's got to be, you know, severely discounted. So, and here it was like, you know, I'm trying to think of like storyline driven games. You know, why am I such a hard time with like God of War? You know, I was, I, I was a, a halfway through 2018 and then I thought, I'm not going to remember what happened or what is happening. Mm-hmm. And so I just restarted it. But Let now, alone the moves and the control right, schemes and all that type of stuff. Right. But now, I, now that I've restarted it, now I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can get even to the point where I had left off. But it's so awesome. I know. I know. I just, I just need to suck it up and just finish it, I, I'm, I guess. Um, but if you get to the point where you realize you're not going to do that, then watch a video. I might be okay with watching the video. And then do Ragnarok. And then moving on. Because from, from what I'm hearing from Hamilton, people in the chat, and of course mm-hmm. everybody that I've heard that you know, are on podcasts and in the media, they've just, they sing its praises. And that's why right. it's on the game of the year list. Oh, it'll, it'll be there. Yeah. Is that it? Is that all we have to talk about today? That's all I got. Yeah. That's it, guys. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us on our, fun. on our third episode of the Gamer Like Dad podcast. And this was live. Guys, thanks for joining us live. Round of applause to everybody. Little little clap, golf clap to everybody joining us, uh, watching us. Um, we're going to be doing more lives like this. Well, we're also going to be doing some giveaways on, on, yep. on live podcasts. We're going to be doing some openings, some more interactions with the chat and stuff like that. Try to make a consistent schedule. But if you guys want to check out the podcast... Um, subscribe to us on Gamer Like Dad on YouTube, and um, you can find all the podcasts on all the podcast channels. Right. Basically, if you're on, on iTunes, Spotify, yeah. uh, Google, everything, uh, we're there. But yeah, go to Gamer Like Dad podcast. Give us that uh, subscribe. Uh, give us that five star rating. Was uh, there's another podcast I listen to? They say, uh, give us that five star rating. If you're not going to give us a five star rating, don't rate us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, Get but out of my hey, life. we'd we'd appreciate that rating and, and a comment, guys. If you can leave a um, what are they, you know, uh, a, a review, that'd be awesome on the podcast, and that helps yeah. uh, helps us be found uh, by the Google yeah. gods and all the analy- it analytics. It gives me the incentive to keep on going. <laughs> That's right, and we need some constructive criticism as well because yep, we still absolutely. have lots of places to improve. Absolutely. But. Yeah. It's J Dogs giving a, a round of applause. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's going to do it for us. Uh, you guys can find Bentley and I at uh, Gamer Like Dad on YouTube, right? Yep. Pretty much, you know, you know where us and Dad. Where where can they find you? And if you're into Halo unboxings, those type of things, you can find me on uh, Elder Geek Gamer on YouTube. Elder Geek Gamer on YouTube. That's where you can find us. Again, guys, thank you so much. Happy holidays. Yep. We hope you guys had a fantastic Thanksgiving with your family. 
friends, loved ones. I remember those Friendsgivings. They were amazing, just just as much as the ones with the family. But we hope everybody is safe. Have a, have a safe holiday. Um, take care. And uh, in two weeks, we'll have our next podcast. We have uh, the podcast every second and fourth week of the month. Yep. Um, so two, two a month for now until we can maybe handle once a week. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. you got to get me a button for this where you can change my voice so I can say, we'll be back. Yes. Oh, we have, honor, honor, we have honor. sound. Yeah, we have sound effects <laughs> and we'll, we'll work on that. But uh, again, thank you so much, guys. And yeah, we'll see thanks. you in the next one.